This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. And I'm Mina, and we're from Tangata Tumoto Trust. And you're listening to Pollyhood! <laughs> <laughs> and a massive hello to each and every one of you sorry not as smooth as the normal intros done by Sam but um, that's because Sam is away with the flu good luck to him getting over that and uh, it's just me Sefa on the Polyhood show today 96.9 Plains FM I hope you're having an awesome Friday like I am nice and busy as as I like it because the day goes super quick and speaking of super quick on to Upo of the Week uh, Upo of the Week is Tamoe. Tamoe is a Samoan word for run. So Tamoe down to the shops is I'm going to go run down to the shops. Vavelo Tamoe means quickly run. So yes, Tamoe in Samoan is to run. And the reason why we're going with uh, running, the theme of running, or actually I can give you a couple more words in terms of sports, like B, like Bifitu, rugby sevens, is... Of course, rugby sevens. Gangisi <laughs> um, is tennis. Kirikiti, cricket. Well, they're kind of like the pacification of words, of um, Balangi words for, for um, respective sports. And the reason why we're doing that today is because we're going to have a little chat about the Olympics. Uh, just a little bit of background where the Olympics originated from. Uh, a little update on our medals table, and and mostly about uh, the host nation, Japan. Sam and I have both been to Japan, and I'd like to share a, a few stories and facts about the host nation, and how th- how they are hosting uh, this year's Olympics. Again, was postponed in 2020 due to the COVID pandemic, and now being hosted in 2021 so it's been postponed if you've been uh, keeping up with the games they're free to air at the moment or they're on Sky Television it's it's very interesting to see how our New Zealand athletes are doing such a small country we are yet we're, we're up there on the on the um, on the medal table so please do join us for join us for that chat after this Nisian Mystic Nisian 101 <laughs>
money up there in the new CD. Y'all know what I'm talking about, the Sunday feed. Two minute noodles, and if I gon' be for the rest of the week, that's all there is. Go to school and scab up the rest of the kids. If they bust money home for their $1 chips, if you don't walk it off, it goes straight to the hips. Never run my day by time, I run my time, but the change is sky. I run my time, now my appetite. Talking the pies, but we go five dimes. Stuffy Grace to Sanchez, ham, can't afford night, they down to Japan. It's the real McCoy making all that noise, more five, they're full out, boy. Never on time, the music's on all day. We'll be going down with Nazi Dread. White on white sticks, baggy chains, backpack grease on around your neck. So, what we gonna do right here? We gon' school you on what we call the ways of the freshman. Need your one-on-one if you will. So if you feeling what we saying, let me know. Join it. Bounce on that two and four, don't clap on that one and three. You have your cappuccino, we on that cup of tea. Be rude to turn it down, so take it if it's free. Just keep it fresh. No matter where you be Bounce on that two and four Don't clap on that one and three You have your cappuccino We on that cup of tea Be good to turn it down So take it if it's free Just keep it fresh No matter where you be As I was saying, it's just myself here, Sefa, in the studio. Uh, Sam is away sick, and, well, maybe he's just at home watching the Olympic Games. Maybe I didn't think that through. He's actually fought up with an excuse to stay home and enjoy the Olympics. But as, if you were listening before, today's chat is about uh, the Olympic Games currently going in Japan. Uh, just a quick update on that, on the medal table. At the very top, China, 32 gold. 22 silver, 16 bronze. That's a lot of medals. Uh, New Zealand uh, sits at 6 golds, 4 silvers, 5 bronze. And I think that's amazing for a small country like us. New Zealand, only a team of 5 million, yet our athletes are taking out um, quite a lot of sports. Bronze is the one that that I saw um, recently with David Nakia taking out the boxing we're, the last time we've had a medal was almost 20 years ago in the boxing, bronze as well. And that's when David Tua of Pacific Heritage 
also won the boxing. So both boxers being Samoan. And yeah, uh, congratulations to both. Congratulations to all our uh, medalists and, uh, and in fact the entire Olympic team that's going over there. The Olympic Games are still going ahead. But yes, we on the show today are going to be talking about the the origin of the Olympics as well as a little bit of I've got eight facts on the host nation Japan so where did the Olympic Games start the ancient Olympic Games they were firstly a religious uh, athletic festival held every four years at the sanctuary of Zeus in Olympia in Greece the competition was among representatives of several city-states and kingdoms of ancient Greece. And these these games kind of, they featured mainly athletic, but also combat sports, such as wrestling and pancreation. When I was, when I looked it up, I was like, what the heck is uh, pancreation? But actually, it, it's kind of, it's a form of mixed martial arts. It's uh it's like the predecessor to mixed martial arts. So it's boxing, wrestling, choking. You kind of, it's kind of just the fight to see who gives up. <laughs> and uh, and it was what they attribute it to is the Hercules. So um, the the image of Hercules fighting the lion. They said that that's the martial arts of Pancration uh, and his labors when he's had to fight or or well in fact a lot of Greek heroes when they've had to fight the um they say the origin of that is from the gods like Hercules and 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 what they use during their uh, labors in, in Hercules's case or when fighting beasts so Perseus I believe fought uh, Medusa and yeah pancreation was his form of martial art that he used to fight uh, the lady with snakes for here medusa uh these so yes as i was saying these games were mainly athletics so discus running pancreation horse and chariot racing events and it's been widely written that during this time that they would call the olympics uh fighting between city states would stop just for these games and actually, it allowed a lot of uh, smaller nations to get through certain pathways because uh, they went. It was safe for them to, to path into different cities because because war was put on hold. Uh, should anyone incite war during the time, they would have been seen as trying to desecrate a festival dedicated to Zeus. And, and, and the gods so it was a, a time of peace well it's allegedly a time of peace so yes now that we've got a little bit of background for the Olympic Games and where they came from Olympia in Greece I'd like to share eight facts about uh, the host nation Japan and I'll start off with the first one number one the Japan National Stadium was initially set to be designed by renowned architect Zaha Hadid if you didn't know Zaha Hadid is a very well known uh, architect and yeah so the elegant Japan National Stadium is one of the many Olympic venues you should actually visit when you go to Tokyo so they would have been building that when Sam and I were there um, during the the Rugby World Cup, there was a lot going on during Rugby World Cup. It was a fantastic time to be in Japan, especially when you, uh, Sam and I, 
when you're the size of Sam and I in Japan, when they're constantly asking you if you're playing rugby or uh, or sumo wrestlers, it was a good time. But yeah, you could see the infrastructure being built for Olympic Games, as well as the as the rugby stadiums that were being built. Um, they would have been finished then, sorry. Uh, but the rugby stadiums then went up. Infrastructure that had been created uh, in response to the the rugby and the Olympics was awesome. Uh, I can't comprehend the amount of like the digital innovation in Japan like they might see it as old technology technology to them but for myself and Sam oh man that was definitely a step up but um, back to the venue (laughs) the National Stadium so uh, Zaha Hadid is a British Iraqi architect and she was initially chosen to her plans were initially chosen to um, be the main plans to create the Japan National Stadium, but uh, they got scrapped, unfortunately, for another designer's cost-efficient design. The stadium comes in at just under 200,000 square metres in size, and the cost for this is 157 billion yen to build, so it's a lot of money. Fact number two, the Japan National Stadium is made from wood sourced from all around Japan. Now this one is a really interesting one. So in true Kingo Kuma, Kingo Kuma fashion, the stadium features wood on both the exterior and interior. As an ode to Japan, the wood is sourced from all over Japan's 47 prefectures. The architect has described the structure as a living tree built in a way to maximise the breeze flowing through the stadium in order to rely less on air conditioning. That's so awesome. Fact number three, the Tokyo 2020 Games is focused on sustainability. Massive topic at the moment, uh, sustainability. Even in my workplace, um, we have had to uh, cut costs on on certain, like, for example, tags, cups, and stuff that we give away to students. We've had to really think about how sustainable uh, certain items that we used to give away were. So to promote sustainability, this year's Olympics are repurposing a number of venues used in the 1964 Games. Moreover, items such as podiums, uniforms and medals are all made from recycled materials. Even the beds at the Olympic Villages are made from cardboard, which will be recycled after the Games. So uh, sitting here wondering, how would a cardboard bed feel? Uh, feel like, but um, that's the the links they've gone to be sustainable. The games, which is awesome. Speaking of being sustainable and the medals, fact number. Oh, what am I up to now? One, two, th- one, two, three, four. Fact number four: the five thousand Olympic medals are made from precious metals extracted from disused electronic devices. Ahead of the games, people in Japan were asked to donate their disused electronics such as mobile phones to contribute to the production of the Olympic and Paralympic medals. The collection drive spanned two years between April 2017 and March 2019, resulting in approximately 78,985 tonnes of old devices collected by local companies and around 6.21 million mobile phones collected by NTT Docomo shops. It's unbelievable. Again, that number. 78,000, almost 79,000 tonnes of old devices were used to make these medals. And if you think about Japan, the capital of like digital innovation, technology, phones, all that cool high-tech video stuff, cameras, 
All that was donated, and that's what the gold, silver, bronze medals are made from at this year's Olympic Games. On to our next fact. The Tokyo Olympic torch is inspired by cherry blossoms. The stunning torch used for the for the Tokyo Olympic torch relay was designed to resemble cherry blossoms, a renowned symbol of Japan. The relay began in March this year to coincide with the cherry blossom season and has travelled all across Japan. The torch is made from a single sheet of metal for a smooth and seamless design using the same advanced technology that produces the the Shikansen trains. Cherry blossoms are, of course, a big, massive um, icon of Japan, I should say. Uh, and I love cherry blossom season, especially going down to Hagley Park, where you get to see the cherry blossoms come out along the the park there, uh, alongside the road. And yes, I definitely had a lot of cherry blossom drinks, cherry blossom food, scented items that I had in Japan. Uh, it's, it's very big, so no wonder it was used as uh, the epitome of the Olympic torch. Next fact I've got is the two Olympic mascots... Mirai Towa and Someiti were chosen by students in Japan. So these are the two, uh, if you've seen them before, they look real cute. There's like a red, I'd say they're like bears, but they've been updated to look kind of Power Ranger-ish. So there's a red bear and a, a blue bear, and they look awesome. So the Olympic and Paralympic uh, mascots were chosen by 16,769 elementary school children who voted on their favourite designs. So, yeah, very cool. Next fact, Japan's first Olympic win was in tennis. Two Japanese tennis players were the first to bring home Olympic medals. Ichiya Kumagai and Seichiro Kashio won silver in tennis doubles at the 1920 Summer Olympics in Belgium. So Kumagai also won another silver in singles tennis. So that was Japan's first Olympic wins. But Japan's first gold medal win was in triple jump. And that was by Mikio Oda. And she was Japan's first Olympic gold medalist. Uh, came in first at the triple jump event during the 1928 Summer Olympics in Amsterdam. During the Games, uh, fellow athlete Yoshiyuki Tsurita Suruta also won gold in the swimming. So that there is eight facts on the host nation Japan. Uh, and I hope you're enjoying the games. Free to air on TVNZ On Demand as well as on Sky Sport. I've got to say the Sky Sport coverage is pretty spot on too. And I love in Japan how the when it's when a certain event starts at 927, it starts bang on 9.27 or 3.26 when they've got these weird times on there. It starts exactly at that time, just like the trains. Um, if the train's going to be there at 4.23, it's bang on time. And that's what I loved about the public transport while in Japan. Thank you for listening in for this part of the show. We'll join you back after this. Is someone in your family suffering from diabetes, heart disease or respiratory illness? Contact our nurses at Tangata Atomotu Trust and we will arrange for in-home support. Call us on 0800 Bus Speaker, that's 0800 727 434, or contact us through our website tat.org.nz, that's tat.org.nz.
Thank you everyone for listening in. I've just got a quick notice before uh, we finish up. But uh, on Tuesday the 10th of August between 5.30 and 8.30pm there is a free Pacifica Community Expo. Uh, that is brought to you by Canterbury Pacifica Churches Network, the CPCN, Tangata Atamotu Trust, who else, and the Ministry Pacific People. So this expo uh, will cover education, employment, immigration, health, housing and other services that are available to our Pacific community. So make sure you're there. Uh, again, that is Tuesday the 10th of August, 5.30 to 8pm. And that is Aldersgate Centre, which is 309 Durham Street North. Again, 309 Durham Street North. Thank you for joining me for this podcast about the Olympics. If you uh, missed any of our past shows, you're welcome to download them from the Plains FM website or from the Sam Sefer radio page. We'd like to thank Tangata Atamotu Trust for sponsoring the show. We'd also like to wish you a happy and awesome weekend. Good luck to the rest of our athletes over in Tokyo, Japan and the Olympics. May they come through with some medals as well as our Pacific athletes. Wishing you all the best there as well. Uh, ladies and gentlemen that are over there, but from Sam and I who's, who's Sam's not here, but from just me then, have an awesome weekend. Polly Hood! Was Pollyhood, proudly sponsored by Tangata Atumotu Trust. To find out more about us, call 03 377 2016 or find us online at tat.org.nz.